Yeah, finally took the plunge and got the machine. There's a little, uh, I almost got what I wanted, but I had to kind of do it in a roundabout way because Memory Express now apparently are leaving systems on their webpage that they don't actually make anymore. Like had there's something eye. on the webpage and yeah. then they're like, nah, it's I, not there. I was watching it for months oh, yeah. and watching its price and watching its price never change. Yeah. And yeah, it did say, you know, while supplies last, but one would assume, if one were an assumer, that if it's still up, it's still available. Mm. Or they'd put a big <laughs> across it going, Too bad sold so out. Sad. Yeah. yeah. Or mm. whatever. So, you know, seeing as that's kind of the system that I wanted with maybe one or two tweaks, um, you know, just, I was watching and watching and watching and watching. And then finally, uh, when I saw that it didn't go on sale on Black Friday, mm-hmm. I went in on the day after Black Friday and mm-hmm. went, okay, I want this system. And they were like, yeah, we don't make that anymore. I was like, well, well, isn't that lovely? I just wasted the last two months waiting for a pretend system that doesn't exist to go on sale for nothing. So the guy's, well, well, hold on. He goes, I may have something. Simmer down, old man. Yeah. We'll help you. He goes, I may have something you like. And he had, um, there was a system. Some pudding. There was a system that he actually put together. Um, and when I looked at the specs, I was like, that's pretty much exactly what I wanted. And then when I saw the price, I was like, mm, no. I'd be really happy to take it off your hands, but it's too much. Sure. So he said, uh, okay, well, he goes, uh, let's go back to the computer and see if any of the parts that are in that system are on sale. And they were, on the order of $500 worth mm. sale. So that was all I needed to hear. Yeah, that must have balanced out the cost of the uh, the new gen of processor yeah the new gen processor yeah. double the size of the M2 drive which is what I wanted were you were you so meticulous as to uh, picking motherboard models no no you just no you had some high level requirements yeah. that are that are lower level than most consumers but not low enough where you're yeah. picking model numbers. I mean you know I wanted a system that would be, for the average consumer, too ludicrously expensive for a reasonable person to want. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, I wanted something that I knew um, I could get a sure. lot of years out of. Yep. Uh, but holy Jesus. Like, it costs a lot of money to buy a decent PC now. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Compared to last time and the time before. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because my 1080 system uh, was under 25. And this was more than that? Oh, fuck yeah. It was over three. Yeah, you really went hard then. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably not parallel purchases then. Like you. No, I think I went up a notch. I think I went up, or I, I, I would even say I went up two notches. Oh, there you go. You know, if you include the processor in the equation. But, oh, my God, yeah, right. is it fast. Like, I, I fired... The first game I fired up was Civilization VI. Mm-hmm. 
And usually when I go, okay, resume the game, mm -hmm. I have to, I can go and take a bathroom break or make a coffee before the, the you know, okay, let's go button appears. Now it's like five seconds and we're ready. Like the difference when you've got two really high-end processors taking care of all of the instructions that have to be run. And then on top of that, you're drawing it all off of a no-moving-parts high-end you know, chipless or chip storage that's plugged right into the motherboard. What a difference. Oh my God. And then I went to work. It's like going back to the Stone Age. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, God. Yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah, but yeah, no. Fun. What a nice Christmas gift to myself. Yeah, no kidding. But fuck, did it ever drain the bank account? I bet, yeah. Three G's? That's a lot of money, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I had to save for that for years. Because mm -hmm. there's no way the uh, finance manager was going to fucking greenlight that. No, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I've been trying to finagle some, some pity. Upgrades? Pity uh, upgrades? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I think I've, I've all but retired the notion of a new PC. Mm-hmm. It's just because of that price point. Because right. why would I do anything less than $3,000? Like, why would I ever buy a PC that's smaller than that? Well, the only reason you would is if you had it in your plan to continue to upgrade pieces right. as the next level drops in price. Right. But, um, yeah, mm. so, you know... Was it money well spent? <laughs> Probably not. No, of course not. But, you know. <laughs> Who cares? Am I going to get to keep it for eight years without flinching? Yes. Probably. So, yeah, that worked out all right. Good for you. Yeah. You ready to play GTA 6? Sure. Maybe one of these days I'll get that. It hasn't come out yet. Oh, okay. Or GTA whatever. GTA 5. Yeah, GTA yeah. 6 trailer was released this week. They've been working on it for years, mm -hmm. making this game. The GTA V was, I, I, I'm sure I've talked about it before, mm. about how incredible it was. And so Rockstar knew that they had to do better. Right. So everybody in the game, every, even people that don't play it, are just, we're like, okay, we're waiting for this fucking trailer because mm -hmm. we know it's going to be game-changing and they said that they were going to release it at like they had a, a release countdown for a trailer and uh i think it was supposed to be on the 7th mm -hmm. and then um it ended up getting leaked oh yeah by some uh by some hacker group in india of course who was dropping it and had um watermarked some fucking Bitcoin thing over it and shit like that. So Rockstar was just like, fuck it. And they didn't, then they dropped it. Right. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Ama and it's a super short trailer. I think it's a minute long. And you don't see much. It's totally a teaser. Mm -hmm. But just like with all of their um, trailers and stuff like that, it's not cinematics. It's all in-game engine. So all of the trailers is actual gameplay. Right. So you look at this, and the very first shot 
is of the main character. And it takes you... It, it does. It takes you a second to be like, wait. This is a game? Is that real? Right. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck. And I don't think I've seen that yet. You'd know. You'd know. Yeah, it's very exciting. So it won't be out until 2025. Jeez. Yeah. Because the game is done. So now it's all got to be uh, um, QoS, right? Right. It's all just... Is this okay to go? Is mm-hmm. this okay to go? Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's what it is. Hopefully. And they don't... Because uh, they'll just keep pushing the date. That's what makes the Rockstar Studio so great. Is that if they're not ready, they're not going to push it out. Mm-hmm. They're not like EA or... So that's where I started to talk to my wife about how I'm going to need a... I'm going to need a new console... But she's got till twenty twenty five to to make that for happen. us to figure it out. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, there's always the street corner. Yeah, you could just fucking whore yourself out. Sell for a my year pussy. And a half. There you go. Yeah. I don't think there'd be a lot of buyers. <laughs> hey, never say never. No, there might be one or two, but not enough to buy a console. Not enough to buy a console. Just wear, one one them, th- just wear one of them fucking placards over, you know, where you get the, the sign yeah, yeah. on the back Sam and the sign on the front. Yeah. And just go, guy's got a console, man. Fucking, well, what is it? GTA 6? Six? Six. Yeah. GTA 6 is only uh, 18 months away. Help a guy out. Suck your dick. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, do you want it or not? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, whatever. The good news is you go to her and say, hey... We're cool. I figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. I found a way. You're off the hook. And here's a couple more grand, baby. Go spoil spoil yourself with console money. (laughs) I'm starting an OnlyFans. It's not an OnlyFans. I've had diarrhea for three weeks. Oh, that's good to know. Man. Yeah. It just won't stop. Hmm. It just won't stop. So the toilet paper people must be really happy with you. I have a bidet. Oh, I'm not a really? fucking savage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know a lot of people with the bidet. So, yeah, so you're, you know lots of savages. I guess so. It's gluten. So that... that oh, you're back on, you're mm, back on gluten? No. Oh, that okay. tear that I went through Yeah. in the summer... Yeah. Is still affecting you? No. No. Do, do, do you want to hear the story or do you want to tell it for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this going to be a long story? <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It could be over right now. Go ahead. So I ate gluten like a madman for I don't know how long it was. I'm going to say a couple months. And like I didn't feel great for a lot of the time, but I just chalked it up to what I was eating because mm-hmm. it was the most horrendous of food. Yeah. And then at one point, I just decided, okay, like I just feel like shit. Uh And the only reason why I want to eat gluten is so I can eat this horrendous food and it has to stop. So then I stopped. And then in the summer, I I was picking my daughter up from a zoo camp. Oh, yes. Yeah, I had couple noodles. Yes. Right? And it just went sideways. Yeah. And then last, or three weeks ago, I... Fully consciously decided to have some more, and the response was exactly the same. Vomiting and just needed to come out of me immediately. Mm-hmm. 
and so that that little noodles. S- no, this was something different, but oh. gluten regardless. Right, and your so, body just said, "Like well, fuck you." So violent. Yeah. So violently. Huh. So that little that little stint that I pulled for those couple months destroyed my body <laughs> from a gluten perspective. I wow. cannot have it. Hmm. It was wild, awful, wild, and then the next day totally dehydrated and exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was just yeah, it was bad. Wow. Like I said, I had to cancel the podcast last week because I just I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. And it also seems that I could still be right about Elon Musk destroying Twitter. It looks like he still might do it. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah, telling all the sponsors to go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, but... And all of them, that like, so many pulled out. So far. But will they come back? Don't know. I was struggling to figure out what I was going to read next, and... Um, I decided to go for some literary fast food. Okay. Um, the same author that wrote the Murderbot series yep. that you ended up not liking very yep. much, she came out with a, a new book, and I bought it and read it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was it good? It it filled the void. Sure. Yeah. It, it did just bar. what I needed it to do. Yeah, exactly. It was like yeah. a chocolate bar. Okay, well, that was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And, well, now it's done. So... Now I'm kind of sort of evaluating my options and seeing which direction I want to go next. But with uh, the holidays coming, I'm not going to be spending a lot of time reading anyway. No, you just bought a new PC. That's right. Priorities. Yeah. My granddaughter's coming. She'll be here Christmas Eve. Stay with us for four or five days till her dad gets here. And then they're going to go to his dad's place. And then uh, he'll drive them all back. Looking forward to that. Got the company Christmas party tomorrow night. So that'll be fun. Oh, cool. It's like going to Swiss Chalet for the festive special and saying, fuck the meal, just give me the chocolate. Come on! Swiss Chalet. God. (laughs) When's the last time you've been there? Oh, my God. Uh, So, so, so long. Yeah? Oh, we are regulars. Shut up. Really? Yep. It's one of her favorite places to go. You are old. Yep. Like, that is, like... But I don't get typical Swiss chalet food. Like, they've got a chicken stir-fry now. Oh, my God. And it's actually good. I bet. Yeah. Cool. It's actually good. (laughs) I was kind of blown away when I tried it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now remember, we're not talking bonanza. No, we're or what, talking. Or what was Shelley. what was the other place? There was bonanza, and there was another place that was just as bad. Bonanza wasn't that bad. Oh, uh, what? Wasn't that bad? Mister Swiss Chalet is fucking for old people. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but bonanza's been gone for. Excuse me, bonanza's been gone for so long that only old but people. But I can remember when we tried bonanza, and I was just like, their salad really? bar. Yeah. We loved it when we were kids. Well, sure. So I can't really attest to if it was good food or not. Oh, like okay. Was, the salad bar it was fucking dope. <laughs> you had to go up there and put your hands on all this food. <laughs> the only... Like, I remember the food from Swiss Chalet. Yeah. Like, I remember chicken. Yeah. 
And I think it's rotisserie chicken. Yep. Mediocre fries. Mm-hmm. That weird dip. Yeah. <laughs> sauce. The sauce. And I remember you, they gave, used to give you warm water to wash your, yes. finger, your fingers yep. with. Yep. And <laughs> what else? There's something else. They had ribs. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Ribs. Yeah, okay. Well, they've added stuff, man. Well, well, yeah. They've got roast beef now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shelly. Yeah. Holy fuck. And probably the strongest memory are commercials on Hockey Night in Canada. Yes. That's probably the biggest memory of Swiss Chalet. I may have to go. You may. I think you're missing out, dude. (laughs) I don't know if I'd go that far. (laughs) There was also another thing that I remembered about the coleslaw. I remember really liking the coleslaw. Coleslaw has gone downhill. Oh, well. They've watered the dressing so it's not that nice and creamy as it used to be, and it's gross. Well. There's a lot more lettuce in it now than cabbage, and it's just, yeah, it's it's insanely gross. But like I said, their chicken stir-fry is pretty amazing. But you're right. I mean, it's like, it's just, it's old people. It's old people central. Old Canadian Without a people. Doubt. Oh, yeah. Always has been. It's like... Always has been. It's like Canadian Tire. It's just... Yeah. Right? It's yeah. just Canadian. Yeah. And I love... I love the fact that we have this restaurant called Swiss Chalet. Yeah. And when people who are Swiss, yeah. or even are just from Europe and know anything about Switzerland, they look at that place and they go, what's Swiss about this? Yeah. There's what? nothing in here that the Swiss would sell in a restaurant. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You may as well just call it Moose Chalet. Yeah. Yeah, and what's so chalet about the exactly. fucking place? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's on the corner. It used of to have chalet decor, right? Oh, that's right, they yeah. did. Yeah, and now they don't. And now they don't. Oh, now man. it's just like any other place. <laughs> what? <laughs> just chicken stir fries. <laughs> right? How can you advocate for it? Listen. Listen, listen, man. <laughs> listen, man. Don't shut it down. Fuck, it's good at Swiss Chalet. <laughs> the chicken stir fry. The problem is, it's oh. the only place I can go for one. What, chicken stir fry? Yeah. What the but, hell are you talking about? I used to go to White Spot for theirs. They closed. They did. And they had a really good one. <laughs> they had great burgers, too. They have the best burgers. Yeah. So what about you? What's uh, What you been reading? The Brothers Karamazov stuff. Did I say that I was reading yeah, that before? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's... She's a long go. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Switch. Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. So, um, the reading isn't as frequent. It's mm-hmm. like half a chapter a chapter a night. Hmm. Maybe two throughout the day or whatever. So, it's not, it's not too much. It's like 20... 25 pages a day or whatever, and the book is 1,200 pages long, so it takes a bit. Hmm. I've been playing Civilization VI over and over again. Yeah. I think this is going to be my last go at it, though, because I'm really starting to get ticked at the fact that nobody will attack me. I want to be attacked. I don't want to be the one doing all the attacking, but none of the other nations want to attack me for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why. Maybe I'm getting too strong too fast, and they're just going, whoop, can't touch this guy. I don't know. 
I'm sure you could mod it to change those parameters. I suppose. That might be something to look into, modding Civ 6. Yeah. And tweaking some of that shit. Yeah. So every country's super aggressive. Yeah. So this will be our last episode of 2023. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What episode is this? 38. Okay. 38. What difficulty do you play on? Um, second from the highest. Yeah, so if you play on Emperor Deity, yeah, they're incredibly aggressive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Oh, I'm loving the uh, solution that uh, our lovely government of Alberta have decided to come up with about the lack of doctors. Have you heard about this? Not specifically about the doctors. They want, they're going to give uh, nurse practitioners the ability to open their own clinics. Oh, yeah, right. Which I don't think is going to turn out as great as everybody thinks it could. Yeah. Because of the fact that, first of all, nurse practitioners who work for doctors in a clinic don't have to get insurance. But if they're running in their own clinic, they're going to need it. And it ain't cheap which is one of the reasons why doctors demand so much money, because they have to pay a crap ton for their liability insurance. Right. So I don't know how great that whole nurse practitioner idea is going to turn out. Interesting. I mean, to a limited degree, it's, it's a little bit better, because if you just need to go see somebody to, like, get your prescriptions refilled. And sure. You don't want to waste a doctor's time because there's nothing wrong with you. You just want to get some, you know, little things taken care of. Yeah, that's great. But just put more of them in actual clinics that have doctors, too. So that, you know, you're not having to go to, like, two or three different physical locations to get stuff taken care of. That is probably what how it'll pan out because of that, is that... There'll be more nurse practitioners working at more doctors' offices who are then practicing. Let's hope. It's an interesting concept. I like the I like the idea of it. I don't like the logistics of it actually working. Yeah, you know, I'm just one of those oblivious citizens mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I don't fucking think about the liability insurance. The only problem I have with it is I think it's a shitty solution to the fact that we motivated a lot of our doctors to am scram out of here. Sure. But how do you fix it? Like, how do you get how do you get people to come back? You pay them what they want. Yeah, I mean, you know, if other provinces can do it, <laughs> sure. Why can't we? It's not like we're poor, because we're not. But you know, I would think, and maybe it's just wishful thinking, but I would think that the salaries or the how doctors are paid now would. It wouldn't. It would balance itself out because they're so overworked. The ones that are here are so overworked that having those nurse practitioners would take some of the load off. Well, it def. Well, it will definitely take the load off. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the intention, of course, mm-hmm. is to take the load off. Mm-hmm. But how does that entice doctors to return, or does it? No, I don't think it does. Yeah, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's only to pacify the citizens. To pacify is not the right word. But get get Make citizens it look like helping's being but not even look it. like literally helping mm-hmm. because there are issues with people getting in to see a doctor regardless mm-hmm. of what it is right right so if now nurse practitioners can fill that a uh, gap not mm-hmm. 
or no, not a gap, fill a need, mm -hmm. that will get everyone more access to doctors. Yeah. Because even though doctors may have more patients, they will see them less frequently. Yeah. Right? And I mean, like, and I mean, I, I know this is kind of like a, an old guy hearkening back to a time when the experience with your doctor was a lot different. Right. But, you know, there are a lot of us who remember growing up and having the same doctor for many, many years and knowing that you could trust them to know when shit was going on because they knew you. Yes. They knew you. They knew your history. Yeah. They knew they your... Cared. Yeah. And they cared, but they were also able... Because there was a relationship there, it was much easier for them to realize that there was something wrong without you even having to complain that there was something wrong. So that disappearing, Carl, is that a problem of volume or of pay? Because I think it's the former, not the latter. Well, it's a little bit of both because I've had a couple of doctors since I got out of the military and, you know, have, have you know, asked them to be honest with me about, you know, so why, why are you guys, like, disappointed about what you get for the visits that you have booked um, from the government? And the answers that I keep getting were, it's fucking expensive to operate a clinic. It's damn near impossible to operate a clinic with just one or two doctors. So doctors have to like get together in gangs, small gangs to run a clinic. And they all have to overbook in order to get the funds that they need to pay their bills and then still make a living. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pay their mortgages and whatever. And, you know, when the government's basically trying to say, well, you know, you, you're getting what you're getting and you're not getting any more. You know, the doctors are base, were basically complaining, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do when the cost of everything goes up? Like, we can't cut down the amount of time that we're seeing all of our patients. Like, it's getting to the point now where you go to the doctor. Oh, so, so what are you here for? Well, I'm here for, for this. Oh, okay, well, let's, let's take a look at that. You know, and me, meanwhile, they're looking at the clock. And then as soon as they're done talking to you about the first problem that you wanted to talk about, yep. and it's like, okay, well, there's another thing I'd like to talk to. Oh, nope, sorry. Yep. You can't talk to me about that during this appointment. You have my to make doctor, another appointment. My old doctor said that. You get one. You only you get, get one, one problem per visit, yeah. and that's because they get paid per visit. One, yeah, not per problem. So if, if they're talking to you for a full hour... They just basically shortchanged themselves. Right. And that's why I really wish um, the federal government would look into how the UK did it with doctors on the public side. Because they kind of have a they kind of have a dual system over there. They have a private system that's similar to America's, and they have a a public system as well. Um, when you don't want to have to pay a whole shitload of extra insurance uh, to go to a private hospital or to see a privately funded doctor. Um, and what makes their public health system quite interesting and quite different from ours 
is their doctors are not allowed to charge per visit. Their doctors get a salary and their salary is commensurate with their abilities and their experience. Mm -hmm. So if you're an ear, nose and throat doctor, you're entitled to this much salary. If you're starting out, if you're an experienced ear, nose and throat doctor, you get that much more. The, the salaries are high enough that if you don't aspire to accomplish anything more with your practice than just looking after patients' problems, you'll do fine. You'll make enough money to, to get by and pay your mortgage and go on vacations a couple times a year. But if you want more money, and who doesn't, they pay bonuses to their public doctors based on transformative patient results. Mm. So every time the doctor can prove they got a patient to quit smoking, they get a bonus because they're literally cutting future costs out of the healthcare systems. Interesting. So anytime they do something to improve your health that can be construed as a future uh, cost-saving measure, uh, a, health, a health improvement that is going to pay dividends right. well into the future, they get a bonus. Mm. They get a cash bonus on top of their normal salary. So they are motivated to not just solve problems in patients, but also to proactively get their patients into a healthier lifestyle, which I think is like, fuck. Yeah, that's cool. That's what we want them to do. So what's wrong with NHS? The same thing that's wrong with our public system. It's not as well funded as mm -hmm. the private side. And as a result, if you need an MRI, you got to wait fucking four months or whatever. Just the same kind of problems that we have here. If you're, yeah, if you're volume problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a volume problem. It's a it's a budgeting problem. They don't quite have enough resources to to make uh, things happen right now. Right. Which I've never been convinced that offering a private option would fix that because all that does is say if you're poor, fuck you. You're gonna you're gonna wait. But if you have money, just step into this line and you can have whatever the fuck you need. Yeah. Whenever you need it. Like, you know, I don't, I, I always have a problem with that. No, yeah, I don't like it either. I always have a problem where the, the solution ends up marginalizing elements of the population. I don't have time for that shit. When I was, when I was doing well financially, mm -hmm. um, I refused to... To pay for better service. Yeah. And there were times... Good for you. That I could. Yeah. Just being a person I just wish who more people used would it, do that. Cuz I you know, I survived. I'm alive because right. of the public system. Right. It's got its problems, but I do not think it's okay to have the ability to get better service because you have money. Mm -hmm. It's just so wrong. Yeah. In fact, cuz it doesn't take the pressure off. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't take the pressure off. There's not enough rich people. <laughs> like, there's not enough rich people to take the pressure off. And yet off. the people who advocate for that, you know, that side private uh, option, 
They keep going on and on about, well, we're actually doing the public system a favor because if there's like a thousand people that are willing to pay $100 to get their MRI right now, then that means there's less people in the public system waiting for an MRI. Um, no, it doesn't. No. Because there's more people in the system trying to get a fucking MRI. Yeah. It's the same MRI machine. But you're not giving the public system the money they need to buy more machines. Right. You're only letting the people who are making a profit off of the lack of MRI machines the option of buying more MRI machines. Yep. So all you're doing is you're marginalizing a wider uh, element of the population, and it's just pissing people like me off because if there's one thing that's really annoying me about society at large is just how how wide the gap between the haves and the have-nots continues to get. Day by day, month by month, year by fucking year. Yeah. There are people who, who are basically looking around right now going, what's the fucking problem, everybody? Yeah, sure, things are expensive, but I'm not suffering. Well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> because for every one of you... There's three other fucking people having to fucking share an apartment with six other goddamn people. Yeah. Or having to choose between, hmm, food, cable. Food electricity. Or food electricity. Food gas. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's insane. At the beginning of the pandemic, we were, we were all right. Yeah. But now. Not so much. No. No. We, I might have to go to work. Like, I might have to. Like, I'm, I, every time I, I walk away from a grocery it. store, I'm just going, Jesus Christ. Mm. I'm just carrying two fucking bags here, and it's like almost a hundred fucking dollars. And this isn't like six meals. No, it's one. This is just fucking milk, bread, and some snacks. Yep. It's, in, it's just nuts. Yeah, it's real bad. And, but, you know, it's, in in my opinion, and I mean, I'm not an economic expert, but I know how capitalism works. In general, capitalism, modern capitalism, functions on the assumption or the, the requirement mm -hmm. that there are a bunch of people who do nothing but invest money in businesses expecting to make continual return off of those investments. And the only way that's even possible is with non-stop growth. Right. And you can only grow anything so far before it collapses in on itself because someone else has found a way to do it cheaper, faster, slash yeah. better. Yeah. Um, and uh, where was I going with this? And as a result of that... Um, you know, <laughs> the grocery chains are going, oh, you can't impose restrictions on us to make it more uh, cost effective for the grocery, uh, you know, our customers. Uh, but, you know, in the meantime, they keep reporting record, record profits by record, yeah. not just some. Pro oh, look, we're still making some profits. Nope. Record profits continually, yeah, quarter after quarter, yeah. after quarter, after quarter, yeah. and the shareholders who bring nothing to the table anymore, 
yeah. are basically going, ha yay! And the consumers are going, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's a real problem. It's a real, real, real problem. And you know, oh and now this is affecting every element of society. Yep. Before it was just consumer goods. Now it's essentials. Yeah. Now it's housing. Same with like power. I, I keep having to explain to people, be careful what you read in the news and from your politicians when they turn around and say, oh my God, the blackouts. The, the only reason why the electrical grid in Alberta is anywhere even close to being unstable and unreliable is because the people that run the grid have allowed the providers, the, the, the generating companies, to artificially turn shit off to keep prices high. And the only reason I know that is because one day I stumbled across an actual live webpage showing all of the power plants of every kind in this province and whether they're on or not, how much of their potential generating capacity is actually coming out of them on a minute-by-minute -minute basis, how much power we're buying from our neighbors or selling, and it's like half the fucking gas plants in this province aren't even running. Why? Because if they were, the price of electricity would be a third of what it is right now. We can't have that because then they wouldn't make any money. They wouldn't make as much money. Right. And we can't have that. That's the that's the they problem. They wouldn't make as much money. And 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 the people, you know, the overall the overarching utility commission is like, well, of course you can do that. Of course you're allowed to artificially play with the supply demand equation because of course we want you to keep making lots of profit. So, you know, the boogeyman is not 2,500 kilometers east of here and rhymes with Bruto. The boogeyman is right here. The problem is right here. And when the province turns around and says, we can't green our grid, well, th you're not going to be able to if you keep putting moratoriums on new green projects that are just waiting to start up. <laughs> it's insane. It's so stressful. It is. It is. Because, you know... Our, our governments waste an awful lot of time barking about and choosing to pick battles that don't even need to be fought while ignoring the problems that actually need to be fixed. Yeah, but that's the whole point, isn't it? I guess so. It's distraction. Oh, my God. Bread and circuses. Yeah, man. And that's what I learned in 2023. We're fucked. We're fucked. And I know, and I'm trying not to catastrophize, but... It's literally my M.O. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> but, like, we've gone through this before, where inflation was ridiculous. Yeah. And you recover. You figure it out. The government at some point goes, all oh, right, right, fuck faces. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you just pray that that's sooner than later. Mm -hmm. And who knows? Like, I don't know what the incentive is. Because we wait long enough, and then there'll be an election, and the liberals will be out, mm -hmm. and the conservatives will be in. Mm -hmm. But there's not a lot of yip-yapping from the conservatives about fixing the problem either. Well, no. All the conservatives seem to care about right now is that the liberals aren't doing anything right. Right. 
but they don't seem to have any actual solutions for what actually ails wrong. us. Yeah. yeah. Danielle Smith, she wants to give us our own pension plan, but she doesn't actually have a solution for, you know, what's wrong. And uh, she did say, she did recognize that the grid needs fixing, but she's totally ignoring the fact that it's a self-created right. problem. It's, you know, it's like, uh, I don't even know what it's like. I'm struggling to find an analogy that, that mimics what's wrong with the system because it's just so unreal. Well, it makes you wonder, is it, like, put your tinfoil hats on, but is it because it's just all a bunch of political asshole bullshit, and of course she knows, but it's, there's a reason why she's not incentivized to remediate the problem. Is there right, a financial right. reason, a political yeah. reason? Well, or... I mean, you know, the theory that I've been floating amongst a- any of my colleagues and friends that, that care to listen to my nonsense, you know, I, I keep saying, I bet you, I bet you they're not actually going to do anything with the Canada Pension Plan. This is just a, a bear-poking exercise on the part of Alberta to go, see... You to keep disrespecting us, so now we're going to threaten to upset the apple cart. No, we're not really going to, though. You guys keep it up. We're going to do it. We'll do it. Don't so help me God. We're going to do it. No, we're not actually. We're going to do it. No, we're not. You know, and they won't actually do it because the population have essentially spoken already and said we don't want the Canada pension plan messed with. But you know, instead of them going okay. We heard you. They're they're going to pretend like they're going to still do it, so that Ottawa continues to, like, freak out. I don't know, like, what they expect them to do. Yeah, because they're not freaking out. They're not. They're just like, okay. Because they're not as dumb as Alberta thinks they are. Right. Either. So yeah, it's all it's all posturing, and you never know whether what the government says they're going to do, no matter what stripe they wear, whether they're actually going to follow through on it. So this whole the sky is falling routine is total BS, but of course, the reason they do it is because most people would never go out of their way to actually fact check their own government. Right. Because as long as they keep saying things you want to hear, Sound bites, yeah. yeah, then it's like, oh yeah, stick it to the Fuck stick em. it. I heard a, I wasn't, I don't know what political party the person was from. I didn't look into it, but mm-hmm. I just, I had stumbled upon a article or a video of somebody saying something in the House of Commons about we're worried about what Canadians really need and that's, you know, having having jobs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think that's what Canadians are super worried about right no. now. Like they, they, there okay, are jobs. We all jobs. There's, There's lots of jobs. Lots. That's not the problem. Don't just... Like, that's just what you say by default. Mm-hmm. But that's not the problem. Nope. The problem is nobody can afford, with all your fucking fancy jobs, mm-hmm. people can't afford to fucking do anything. No. And all these little investments that they, these little investments, all these investments that these shareholders have that are holding everybody by the balls, it'll eventually pressure them when we 
as citizens can't afford to do anything. Yes. And then it'll change. Yes. Right? Like, of course, we got to buy groceries. So those guys are just, you know, Scrooge McDuckin big mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. But all the other superfluous things that we used to do with our disposable income that doesn't exist anymore, when that disappears, those stakeholders will be mad. Mm-hmm. And then it'll start to change. Yeah. How long is that going to take? Maybe not that long, because people can't fucking do anything. Well, that's just it. I think, you know, once you start seeing tiki torches and pitchforks parading down the fucking street, headed toward who's in charge, maybe you'll see something start to change. <laughs> but I think that's what it's going to take. It's going to take A people revolution? just going, yeah, just people know, going, man. enough is a fuck enough. I don't think that's going to happen. What's unfortunate is that it can't happen yet because there's too many people that still think he's to blame for all of this. They're still blinded by the fact that the cause of everything you're experiencing are very close by. They're not on the other side of the country. The last time I checked, the federal government does not have the ability to influence the price of fucking groceries, electricity, or gas. They just don't. They wish they did, but they don't. Market controls all of that shit. And as long as it's, um, what do they call it, when um, there's only a few players and they all fucking collaborate with each other? Oh, yeah. An oligopoly or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, As long as the Canadian economy is an oligopoly, we're fucked. Every time a new cell phone provider comes into the picture, they get gobbled up by one of the big three. Every, you know what I mean? That's yep. like, anytime a new grocer comes into the picture, they get gobbled up by one the of the big three. three. Yep. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the situation is so bad in the States um, with lack of affordability and people not being able to make ends meet. They're just like walking into Walmarts now and fucking helping themselves. And their employees are basically being told, don't, don't, don't even waste your time. Going it. after them, it's not worth it. But now the companies are finally starting to lose money. Yeah, so things are getting locked up. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The last time we were in San Diego, dude, fucking walk into a grocery store and it's just fucking every, everything is behind a locked Is behind cage. a fucking locked yeah. plexiglass door. You can't, you can't even buy fucking razor blades. There's been a number of jokes about CVS. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you can't buy like toothbrushes because they're locked. Is that right? Everything's locked. Wow. Because people are just helping themselves. Yeah, they're walking out with carts full of stuff. Yeah. I'm not so upset at the people that go to a CVS or a Walmart to do that. Right. Because sometimes you just like need to steal a loaf of bread. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's the ones where people do you need it to survive. Foot Locker, or yeah, Gucci, yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, you're just scumbags. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're just taking advantage of the situation, which I also get. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you can go into Gucci and take every bag, well, and and like, you know, to okay. be honest, they're not they're not stealing Gucci bags because they need Gucci bags. They're no. stealing Gucci bags so they could sell them exactly and use the money to survive. Yep. Yeah. 
It's not because they're into Gucci bags. It's that they understand what they're worth. Yeah, you know, I really... There's a point in the Canadian... There's a point in Canadian history where when this guy passed, I thought, oh, fuck. I, I really had hopes. This guy... Oh, I know he, what you're going to say. He had, he had the right... He had the right frame of mind. He had the right morals. He had the right attitude. Cute as a button. He was handsome. He was... Uh, he was... Um, the opposite of what you are right now? Articulate? Yes, he was articulate. <laughs> but uh, when, when people are attracted to you because... Charismatic? Charismatic. He was extraordinarily charismatic, and I thought, oh, my fucking God, he is the answer to everything that ails us as a country right now because he is, he is a politician that understands the plight of the average Canadian, and he has empathy for those people. And then he fucking died just before the election, and I was like, no, fuck. I wanted to see Jack Layton as prime minister. I really, really did. I had so much hope for that guy. Yeah. So much fucking hope. He would never have made it, but... It I don't know. Been... He was picking up a lot of steam. Yeah. He was picking up a lot of steam. Yeah, but Red and Blue wouldn't have gone for that. They would have played dirty tricks. Because I don't know. It's, it's the I mean, same... his, his wife finally made it. She did. She got in. She did really she, well. Uh, did she... Yeah, she became mayor. Yeah, she's mayor of Toronto now. And the mayor of Toronto? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Really? Yeah, she got into council, and then uh, when uh, John Major stepped down, hmm. and uh, Toronto had the election, the Conservative Party tried to uh, do uh, what they did here in Calgary in the last election. They tried to seed the, uh, the candidates that were running in the various ridings, the various districts, um, with Conservative-friendly politicians who had no political experience whatsoever but were beholden to the conservative party and were ready to vote in a conservative-minded fashion once they got elected into city council and um, they had a couple of contenders that were also conservative puppets running for mayor as well and then chow came along and said nope here i am here i am let's do it Let's do it. Come on. And then they, they elected her. So there's still hope because I don't think she's going to stop at mayor of Toronto. No, that's a I don't think she's going to stop stone. there. It's just a stepping stone. She's going to follow in her husband's footsteps. There's no doubt in my well, mind. They were, they were tied at the hip. But that's what we need. And I mean, like, um, the problem with uh, the guy who's running the NDP nationally right now Jagmeet, yeah. Yeah, Jagmeet. He's a great guy. But there's just not a there's not a critical mass of Canadians that can relate to him. That's the problem. He doesn't I really inspire. No. 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 He's not a he's No, I not voted a, for him um, simply because they're orange. Right. But not because he's inspiring no. or no. No. He is not um he is not a uh, charismatic statesman. And, um, the, and, of course, the other thing that uh, people are going to hold against him now is the fact that he's propped up the, helped prop up the Liberal government for as long as they have. 
Yeah. Well, people, I think people are finally tired of. Even even Trudeau's supporters don't really want him in charge anymore. No. They're tired of him now, for the most part. They're now looking elsewhere. And I mean, you know, a lot of people are rallying behind Pierre Poilievre, but um, there's a few things that are eventually going to catch up with him. Number one, he's always changing his mind about stuff. He's never been completely consistent on everything he's ever spoken about. Number one. And number two, he doesn't actually have any solutions for any of our problems. He's got a lot of criticisms for what the current government is doing. And that's all he needs right now. That's the but problem. he doesn't actually have any anything figured out. He doesn't have anything to offer. But that's the whole point right now, I right. think. Right. It's not if about... If you're anti-Trudeau, that's, what that's all you need that's to what just ride that wave for as long as you can. And it's... Yeah, like, don't... Yeah, don't rock the boat. Right. Because it really is his to fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's his to lose. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm older, but, I, like, I cannot see Trudeau winning. Again, no. Like, I just can't no. see it. Like, this whole either. country has got to be like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. All yeah. right. Buddy. And it's unfortunate that the liberals don't realize that. Right. Or maybe they do, but they're afraid that they can't field a leader that would actually be a challenge to Poilievre. Like, they probably want to see Trudeau lose and then replace him. Go, see? You couldn't do it. So... Right. Out of the chair. Now now we're going to replace you while we let Poilievre make an ass of himself and prove that he's no better. And then the liberals will finally find somebody to, to float into the fucking chair and go, well, well, let's, we'll fuck right, this up too. We, we gave you a chance. You fucked it up. So Let us fuck it up. Yeah, let us back in again. No one is going to fucking get it. It's all, it's all that ever happens in this country. You yeah. just keep going back and forth between the two parties. Yes. It's incredibly aggravating. Yeah, which is why, like, when the liberals said we're gonna bring we're gonna bring uh, proportional representation. Oh yeah, I was like, finally. Yeah, right. But nope. As soon as they realized what that would do to their power structure, they were like, we're not doing that. (laughs) Give the Green Party ten fucking seats in the House of Commons? No fucking way. I was, I can't, uh, it's too bad that I never, um, it's too bad that I don't have the numbers on tap, but when I actually saw the distribution of seats in the House of Parliament based on, or as a, as a ratio of what percentage of the popular vote of the entire country each party got, it's disgusting because the liberals got a shit ton of seats. Right. They did not get a shit ton of votes. Mm. But then neither did Harper. It was, you know, it worked both ways for both parties. When they won their elections, they did, they did not win by a landslide of popular votes. But you wouldn't know that to look at the seat distribution. Right. Meanwhile, I think in not the last election, but the election before, the Green Party got like fucking six or seven percent of the popular vote of the country. They got one fucking seat. Yeah. Or maybe two. I think last election they didn't get any. No, they didn't. None. They lost none. Yeah. So May didn't even win a riding. No. <laughs> no. And I mean, is proportional all it's cracked up to be? No, it it it, it will cause problems in the house for sure. 
Well, because, cause problems in the country. Yeah, because, you know, now all of a sudden uh, groups that never had a voice before will now have a voice. But, you know, that brings us back to why I love minority governments so much. Minority governments require compromise. You can't get anything done unless you're willing to listen to the input of the other parties. Right. And that's the way the country actually works best. Right. The minute you give any political party the majority, they just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, and then it's just a trade and back then, and forth between yeah. the majority. Yeah, and it's just like, oh yeah, well then watch what we do now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh, well yeah. watch what we do. Yeah. It's not the... It's just not the right climate for that. Because... When there's a minority government, nothing does get done. And it's just four years of nothing. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say nothing. Maybe not literally nothing. But a lot but nothing less substantial. than a majority government. Yeah, nothing that's making our lives a lot better. Not at this point. No. But that's because, and, and I mean, I've, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The government can't really solve all of our problems. Right. They can't really. The methods that they have to solve the problems that ail us right now cost money. And no one wants to go out on a limb and go, well, God damn it, we're going to have to spend a shit ton of money to fix what's wrong here. It's not going to happen because both the NDP and the Conservatives would be like, not on our fucking watch. Right. Because it means something's got to give. You're going to be spending a shit ton of money you're either going to go that much more in debt or you're going to need to raise money with more tax. So long as they've got either of those two parties holding them back, um, they're not going to be able to do what needs to be done to solve any of these problems. Like, you know, when COVID hit, they had a fucking, they, they had a plan. Well, here, guys, if you lost your job because of COVID, here's some fucking money to get by. Till it's over. But as soon as it was over, everything had to go back to status quo. And all of a sudden now you had a bunch of people that were getting free money going, but I don't want to go back to status quo. How about we just keep giving me the money? (laughs) Maybe then I'll go back to school. Nope. But, you know, as soon as those checks started going out, that's when all the fucking universal basic income people were like, see... See? Look! You're giving people options now, and they fucking love it. So, don't stop that. But, of course, as soon as it was over, they they stopped. They stopped. Went back to the way it was before. And look how happy we are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I bet you you would appreciate universal basic income right about now. Huge. (laughs) Huge. Well, I lost my job because of COVID, so I got that money. Right. Right. And it was... And they didn't uh, try any tricks to make you pay any of it back or anything? No. No, that's good. No. That's good. Your wife's salary didn't have any impact on it or anything? No. Okay. No, because it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter matter what the rest of the family made? mm -mm. It's the fact that you lost your job Mm -hmm. made you qualify. Well, it was because it it had to be thrown together so fucking quickly. Yep. Right? Had they done it again, like if we have another pandemic and mm-hmm. go through something like that, no such thing will exist. <laughs> yeah. Right? 
There'll be or so there'll be many. a lot of strings attached. So many. Yeah. It was a free-for-all for money. Yeah. And that's one of the parts that was so nice about it. Like, of course. But, like, there was no stress about, are they going to prove it or not? They yeah. Like, no, they're like, yeah. no, you Here's lost your, your job, man. Yep. Here, you got to live. And it was just, okay. And, of course, the only bad side about it was there were people that said, yeah, yeah, I lost my job. Yeah, didn't actually deserve the money. Sure. And then you know the government scrambled to fucking pull that shit back. But yeah, you're right. It's always going to be the case. Yeah, man. The minute anybody thinks that they can get away with something, they'll try it. Right. And there's no way to tell how much that happened, but I can't imagine because it's like the same old argument of we can't have this social program because people right. will abuse we'll use it. it. Exactly. Yeah, Fuck Yeah, but you. how many people will really uh, use exactly. it? Exactly. Some people will. Absolutely. Nowhere near as many as you think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough to derail the program. Yeah, not enough Yeah, to harm people by getting rid of it. Yeah. Because it does harm by not having it. Sure does. Yeah. Oh, man, this has been an uplifting episode. Yeah, well, here's hoping... Uh, Everybody listening, uh, hoping your 2024 is better than your 2023. Don't get that COVID again. Well, fuck it. Who cares anymore? And uh, here's hoping y'all get a raise or something. Substantial. Yes. A real cost of living raise. No doubt. So, what, 12%? <laughs> yeah, definitely not three. <laughs> yeah, three is a bit of a fucking joke now. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a 3% raise. Ooh, no shit I geez. am, motherfucker. Yeah. I better. I could buy chips now. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, no. No, I can't. No, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's that's an episode. Yeah. See you next year. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know what's wrong with Adam. At the end of every episode, he just gets weird. <laughs> Bye. Bye.